We'd like to begin by acknowledging the traditional owners of the land on which we create today, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation, and pay our respects to the Elders past, present and emerging. Hello lovers, welcome to Unveiled. I'm Lucy, wedding photographer. And I'm Eddie, wedding videographer. And we're here to spill the tea on the big wide world of weddings. Get ready for love stories, epic fails, and enough gossip to make your grandma blush. Whether you're planning or just here for the laughs, this is Unveiled. 90% love, 10% chaos, and 100% good vibes. Let's dive in. Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Unveiled. It's just me today. Ed had some other really important things he had to do. 18 holes of golf. So it's just me. I'll be interested to see if that actually makes the intro because he is the editor. So no doubt that will be cut out. But I'm super pumped about today's episode because finally you guys get to hear from a photographer that isn't me. <laughs> no doubt my opinion starting to get a bit repetitive. So I feel like this conversation is going to be really refreshing for you all. Today's guest is the lovely Ash from Sapphire Studios, a good friend of ours from across the ditch in Auckland, New Zealand. Ash's work is in one word, so divine. Sorry, that was two words, but divine. Or as she describes it, combining modern editorial style with timeless cinematic imagery. Ash raises some amazing pointers around what to look for when choosing your photographer, how to conquer those nerves that every single couple feels about being in front of the camera, and her thoughts around both engagement sessions and first looks. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. So let's jump in. Let's jump in. <laughs> let's jump in to this super juicy chat that I have with Ash. I hope you guys enjoy it. What inspired you to start Sapphire Studios and how did you get into wedding photography? I used to work in-house for a jewellery brand. It was actually an engagement ring jewellery brand, funnily enough, for five years. And I was doing like their photography and website and social media and things like that. And that's kind of how my photography journey sort of started. And I had a friend of a friend say, oh, you know, like one of their, one of their good friends had story about wanting a photographer for their wedding and it was really low key and they didn't have like a big budget but they just wanted someone to come along and capture the day you know really relaxed shoot some film and I, I had kind of thought about doing weddings I knew a couple of people but I was a lot younger like I was like 22 or 23 so my friends mm. weren't getting married at the time and it wasn't something that I was like fully immersed in the wedding industry I didn't know a lot about the New Zealand wedding industry so I kind of just thought you know if they if they're interested in my photography and I'd love to do it and it was amazing it was such a beautiful day and it was really relaxed and they kind of just let me have free reign and like creative freedom to shoot it how I wanted and it I guess allowed me to have you know no my create my own style and that was really cool and then off the back of that there was another girl there who was getting married in a couple of months in Fiji and she was like I loved what you did like would you like to come over and then after that I thought maybe this could be something I could start doing and I, and I started looking into it a bit more and, you know there's so many amazing wedding photographers that have lots of 
you know, all these different styles, but I did really like capturing a more reportage, editorial sort of style, and that was kind of the feedback I was getting, so I just kind of leaned into it. That's amazing. And so how much of that first wedding did you actually capture digitally? Like did you do a bit of both? Yeah, I did a bit of both. I look back now and I'm like, gosh, I would have just been like – I shot a lot less in like a in like a good way, but also like I think about how much I shoot now at a wedding and it yeah. is a lot. I'm like I'm so trigger happy. I come a lot of people at weddings are like, how many photos have you taken? And I'm like, I don't even know. <laughs> so many. Yeah. Um, but I was you know a lot like yeah probably a lot less, and it was a much a much smaller wedding day. But I probably shot like three rolls of film, and you know I think I gave them like. 300 digital images which is almost like a third of what I'd give now yeah isn't that amazing I look yeah and I look back and I'm like damn they're like honestly some of my favorite photos I've taken but yeah so in terms of your approach to capturing each individual couple's essence of their Mm -hmm. love story how do Mm -hmm. you how do you approach that I think it's really important to get to know the couple as well as you can and I think the thing I've learned the most about you know, weddings and being in the wedding industry is every person's like love story and the way they even show their affection towards each other is so different. You know, we all have our own little love languages and a lot of us are a lot more into like PDA and then some of us a little bit more, you know, reserved and I think making them feel comfortable that however they want to express that is totally fine and always sort of, you know, letting their emotions on the day and how they kind of feel sort of drive that and and you know just learning little bits about them and their relationship and their families and their interests but also just yeah I think just letting them be themselves and not kind of pushing them to do something that they don't really necessarily Mm. you know want to do yeah I think that's a really good point especially with the body language and also the sorry not body language the love languages I think that is a really good thing for say like a photo like sort of couples to look out for when they're picking their photographer which I'll ask you about in the next question but you know it's like if a photographer can kind of work that out prior to the wedding day it's going to it's going to like flood into how they sort of creative direct on your day yeah totally totally I think like so many you know some some clients are like you know they they're all over each other which is amazing and then other clients are just you know they are more reserved and yeah. I think respecting that and not being like can you make out for like 10 minutes or <laughs> yeah. you know what I mean not that not that yeah. it's necessarily you know but I think it's making them feel comfortable and yeah. then if they want to you know if they want to go for it you know yeah and supporting what they're kind of into and how they work together yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, totally. So on that, what would you be your biggest advice for couples when it comes to booking their wedding photographer? I think if you, if you I guess you, everyone's always going to go on TikTok or Instagram or Pinterest and find the styles that they like first. And I think if you narrow it down and also like, yeah, once you get, you know, narrow it down, reach out to the photographers, you'll get a package or you'll get like a description of what the photographer offers. And I think it's really important to find packages that also, you know, sit within your day and sit within kind of how much coverage you want. And then just meeting a photographer, emailing them, getting a feel for if it's right. But I do think style is really important. Mm. Like I think don't approach a photographer if you're then going to reference other imagery from another photographer, that's quite different because it then does 
you know, it makes our, you know, we have, you know, we've built up the style for a reason and we obviously, there's mood boards and there's visions, but we also want to be able to grow our personal style and then also, you know, add that to your wedding day and for you to trust that we know what we're doing and you've Mm. booked us because you love our style. But I then again, like it's the chemistry, it's making sure you feel comfortable and you can feel like you can, you know, be your authentic self around a photographer and not, yeah, not awkward or, but it is a process. And I think word of mouth is really cool now. Like I Mm. went to a wedding on the weekend and there was like maybe four or five other clients that I had shot before. And it's nice because the the wedding client that was actually married on the day had also been a bridesmaid. So by the, by the time you're actually shooting their wedding, you, you become quite familiar with them. I mean, Auckland is very small, but yeah, I think that's really nice that you've already seen a photographer work, you know, once or twice. And then by the time you're getting married, you're kind of, you know, very comfortable around them, which is quite cool. Yeah, I completely agree with you on that. They were better. That must happen for you a bit as well. That point of referral. I think it's, I mean, especially I know for Eddie, having been in the industry for, you know, over a decade, he, like it's the word of mouth thing has been something that's just like, yeah, bunny hopped him from job to job because, yeah, there's nothing better than knowing that you've either been at a wedding where that person's been and they've done a really good job or you've really loved how they've worked or they've you've just, yeah. you know, their energy's been really good. So you're essentially working it out firsthand, which is great. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, so I I'd, I'd completely agree with you in saying that I think p- word of mouth is probably one of the best places to start yeah and it means that you know they've seen the way you work they like your approach and not just the way not just the images that they see online but the way you kind of carry yourself throughout the day which is really nice because there is so many different kinds of photographers and I actually haven't been to a wedding myself as a guest and seen another photographer work I think I've maybe been to one and it's interesting I haven't I don't know like you know some photographers do have a lot of energy and I would probably say I'm a lot more on the reserve side but Mm. more just like kind of like quietly creative kind of creeping around you know Mm. and I think it's it's also like that's important because you know you might want someone on your wedding day who's just like super bubbly getting in there like very energetic or you might want someone who's a bit more of like a fly on the wall and just capturing little moments like that yeah exactly so in terms of I feel like this one gets asked quite a bit um Mm -hmm. engagement sessions How important do you personally feel it is for couples to have an engagement session prior to their wedding day? This is a really good question. And to be honest, like in New Zealand, we don't, I mean, most of my clients don't ask for them. I do have like an offering on my packages for it, but I think I've only done like one or two here. It's definitely less sought out um, than it is overseas. Like I notice my clients overseas will do like, even if it's just on the, like a welcome dinner, we'll have, you know, they'll be all dressed up and then we'll spend like an hour or two hours doing some photos, which I think is really, really great. And it mm. does keep you really comfortable. And I think it's nice to, you know, because most of my clients do say to me before the wedding day, you know, hey, we're not used to being in front of a camera. And it is a really weird concept kind of having someone following you around for the day. Yes. So I would really encourage people if it's something that they're interested in, then go for it. And it's just like, you know, a couple of hours and just to let your hair down and get yeah. used to it, I guess. Yeah, take the edge off. Totally. Yeah, I think the main thing with engagement sessions is that whole 
you know, I mean, I know a lot of couples that have kind of booked one photographer for an engagement session and then they've got another photographer for their wedding day. And I think Ah. personally, I feel like that just throws curve walls a little bit because you're going to get two different outcomes. So yeah, if it were me suggesting it would be like, if you are going to have an engagement session, it would definitely be to have it with the same photographer oh yeah um, it would yeah. Be that, yeah I think I've had people asking me for just engagement yeah but I've said hey like I would love to if I you know if you would like me to be a wedding photographer I'd love to shoot your engagement session yeah um yeah I think that's probably it you're right it's kind of the best way to do it yeah definitely and we kind of touched on it before but there's a huge rise in film photography at the moment like I Mm. I don't know about you but I feel like every sort of second couple is kind of tying that into Mm. their packages now and your film photo I mean photos like all photos that you do are absolutely stunning but I've seen some of your film work and it's just like breathtaking ash so so gorgeous Thank you. you offer a beautiful blend of both from a photographer's perspective, would you encourage couples to include film and what are the pros and cons here? Yeah, I think so. I mean, like you're right, like a lot of clients now, like I, when I first started, I would always bring a film camera along and maybe shoot a roll just for myself or just to surprise mm. the client. But I think as it was a little bit newer, people weren't necessarily requesting it. It was kind of like, this is what I want to do to help, you know, build my style and build my brand. And I think now, a lot of people are, you know, leaning into it and being like, hey, we've seen your shots in film. Can we have an extra role? And I think it's great. And it does just add like a, you know, another little layer of images. And I'd say the pros are, you know, like it is, they're more like, I wouldn't say it's not they're more considered, but they're just like 36 to 50 images that are really unique and mm. I don't know. I think I've always just like all my personal work is always just shot on a film. There's something really exciting about it. You don't know how they're going to turn out. And I've been lucky so far that nothing has ever gone wrong. (laughs) But um, yeah, and I think like I would always like I would always shoot digital for like the kiss for the, you know, for most of all those things that are really important and the one off moments that you don't go back and do again. I will always shoot that on digital. It's like, you know, all the little details or during the bridal shoot or other little moments that are additional, I'll just capture on film that I think will look good. And sometimes, they, you know, like certain things can look so much nicer on film as well. But, yeah, I love that everyone's getting into it. It's very fun and it makes it, yeah, it makes it fun for me too. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of like those in-between like super fleeting moments that you know that like, yeah. you know, it's not crucial to capture on on a digital camera but it's like when it comes out produced on film it's just just like wow I know totally your film images are so beautiful as well I was looking at them just before I was like wow these are actually amazing oh thanks love yeah no I it's definitely it's creeping back in and it's so funny because at the start when you know I asked you about what got you in you and I had a similar story of the fact that like our first client's that's the first thing that they wanted. They wanted it shot yeah. on film. My The first couple I ever shot, they were like, can you shoot our wedding on film? And I was like, God, no, <laughs> no way. <laughs> For starters, uh, I don't know how to shoot a wedding. And two, film is like beautiful, but also so dicey. Um, totally. And I think that 
is what I would sort of tie into cons. But it's it's kind of the excitement of film, exactly what you said yeah. before. It's like the cons is also a pro because it's like you don't know how it's going to come out. You hope that it's going to come out beautifully. You yeah. trust that it's going to come out beautifully, but like you just don't know. But sometimes the outcome is actually quite breathtakingly beautiful because it's yeah. different and not perfect. Totally. Do any of your clients do like they have the disposables on the table? Yes, yes. It's quite common now too, which I think is also fun, like having that like guest perspective. Like, you know, you'll see the kids picking it up and taking photos of the grandma across the table or, you know, taking silly little selfies, which I also think is quite a cool cool way to use it as well. Yes, we we actually spoke about that the other day and Eddie and I were also talking about the fact that like – I actually saw at a wedding that I shot not too, a couple of weeks ago, they had little handy cams on the tables. So, oh, cool. Yeah, which they were calling dad cams, which I thought was hilarious, but Lol. also slightly so creepy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my like, gosh. I don't know Lol. how I feel about that. <laughs> but, yeah, they had little handy cams all on the guest tables and it was unreal, the way that it just encouraged guests to really get into it and the mm. stuff that they will have gotten back from that is just awesome so and also probably a lot more reliable than those disposable cameras (laughs) yeah yeah totally totally (laughs) um so So sort of circling back to something you mentioned before but for the most you know majority of couples don't they the first thing that they often say to me I know is we don't know how to you know pose Mm -hmm. in front of a camera we're not used to it it's highly highly daunting so Mm -hmm. from a photographer's perspective can you share some tips on how couples can kind of prep for this yeah totally I mean I think I've probably said it again I said it before but like just definitely being yourself and I think you know we are the professional like we it is our job to make couples feel comfortable in the moment and I think you know, as long as they're sort of, you know, in- embracing the moment, I'm sure they've had maybe a champagne or, you know, just like looking at each other and being really happy and loved mm. off. I think, you know, like honestly, I'm the same. Like that's kind of the first thing that my clients and, you know, mostly the grooms are like, you know, petrified of sometimes taking <laughs> photos. And I've I've never had a moment at a day where they look at, you know, they don't look at you and be like, this is awkward or this is weird. Like it's yeah. it's always fun and you kind of just want to have a laugh and then, like I was joking with my clients on the weekend, like the commentary that I give sometimes oh. if I played that back, I would cringe. <laughs> I'm like, what am I even saying? I'm like hyping up so much that you just do that. And yes. it's kind of, it comes naturally. You just laugh and you have fun. And I think, you know, that's just the most important thing. Like obviously definitely relaxing, but also just trusting that, you know, we're going to make you look good. That's what we're here for. Exactly. I think that should be a disclaimer for photographers where they just put in fine print. I will act like an absolute goose so you get the best photos possible. Totally. (laughs) I'm like, what am I even saying? Like, Oh my God, I wish I'd hype myself up like that every oh, morning. Ash, it's on, honestly, sometimes I'm like, oh, it's best not to think about it. It's best just I not know. to think about what I'm I saying know, right now. I but know. the, the so main true. thing is that these guys get the best photos that possible. But yes, you're right. It's yeah. just the, it's finding that chemistry with your photographer yeah. and just leaning into trusting that they're going to be able to make that kind of happen. Yeah, so, totally. Yeah, here, here. And in terms of black and whites, I could, because yes. I don't know about you, but I know that 
there's been several occasions where couples are like, oh, why is this photo in black and white? I would love it uh-huh. back in colour. Can uh-huh. you kind of explain why photographers will convert certain photographs into black and white for the final gallery? Yes, I love this question. This is so good. And I'm like, even thinking about it now, it's it's really interesting. Like, I, I think there's a few reasons and you might be the same as me. Like, first of all, I love black and white imagery. I think it's really timeless. I think it's really vintage. And it kind of, I think when you remove color from an image, you're kind of focusing on the emotion and you're focusing on what's happening in the frame and not being distracted by any color and it has like a different kind of depth to it mm. um which i think is really beautiful and really timeless and i i love like white imagery i also think sometimes you know if the light's not working if there's colors that are just not working sometimes just making it black and white you know it, it changes the image a lot and it also from an editing perspective you know you can only you know change the contrast and change the light so much without you know tampering with the colors too much that if you do make it black and white it gives you a little bit more freedom to up the the contrast Mm. or the clarity and give it more depth in certain in certain images but I do get asked sometimes the same question and I think now especially with like film imagery you know there's only so much you can edit a color image once it's been scanned in so I will sometimes be like here's the image in color, but also, you know, here's a, here's an image in black and white as well. And it is, you know, I think clients will naturally sort of gravitate to the black and white. Yeah, 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 totally. Yeah, no, I think that's a really, like you answered that super beautifully and really clearly as well. I completely agree. And I just think mm. like it comes down to like, I mean, if we were to do it from a uh, um, technical point of view, it's usually to do with that, the yeah, yeah, as you said, the light not working, colours being yeah. too contrast and not working together. Yeah. And, um, yeah, just giving it a bit of a focus in on what the subject is, being totally. usually being the couple. Yeah. But, and um, I think if the colours look if the colours look beautiful, like I will always keep it in colour and I'll be like, here's a black and white version. But, yeah. it, you know, sometimes the colours aren't working. It's like we want to keep that photo in there, but let's see what else we can do with it, you know? Yeah, I love that. That's beautiful. I know that you're in New Zealand, but I thought that this would be a nice little insight because I do feel like there's a lot of people actually gravitating to NZ to get married. Mm -hmm. I mean, understandably, because it's so, so beautiful. If you haven't been to New Zealand, please Mm go. You need to go. (laughs) And Ash is based in New Zealand, so you can find her. But what are I'll be here. Yeah, she'll be there. (laughs) What are three wedding venues that you'd recommend couples looking at? I'll start with the South Island. I actually shot at this place for the first time last year. It's called the Wine House and it's just out of Queenstown. It is so beautiful. It's kind of like this perfect balance of like mountains and then there's the gardens and they're all really lush and it's kind of like Italian but then also has this like crazy backdrop it's so beautiful and it's also quite understated and really relaxed and secluded so that would be definitely top of my list um another one there's a venue on Waiheke Island which is like a 40-minute ferry from Auckland beautiful beautiful place there's heaps of venues there lots of vineyards but there's one in particular I'm going to say this wrong it's called Poderi Creasy and it's also I think it's an Italian vineyard it's really beautiful it's probably better for smaller weddings because the venue itself was quite small but they have this beautiful lawn with like 
amazing cruise I've completely forgotten the name of, but it's stunning. Definitely look it up. And then in Auckland City, there's an amazing one called Mantals, which I love. I've shot it quite a few times. It's just off like a really busy street in Auckland, but you wouldn't even know it's there. And it's kind of the Spanish courtyard with heaps of palm trees and like mosaic tiles and you know the owners are amazing and the food's amazing and it's just yeah it's like a little hidden hidden paradise but we are quite spoiled for choice here there's so many yeah so many amazing venues I haven't even been to yet yeah it sounds like it and it's that all three of those sound quite different which is great yeah yeah beautiful and in terms of trends ash that you're Mm -hmm. finding like you're seeing at the moment at weddings are there any that you're excited about that you'd like to share oh should I start with like structure of the day and then maybe like more visually Mm -hmm. go for it I am seeing I don't know about you as well but I am definitely seeing a lot more a lot more of my clients are open to doing a first look which when I first started I was like this is really interesting I've never known you know I've never not a wedding, to, you know, I've never known weddings to be done this way around, but I'd say like sometimes 60 to 70% of my clients are wanting to do that wow. now. That's yeah. Quite, that's quite high. Yeah. Is that, is it happening for you? Yeah. Well, it's actually funny because we've got a couple of audience questions at the end and one of them mm. was, would you recommend a first look? Mm, so I, I think, think it's coming. It, yeah. It's definitely more popular than it was but 60 to 70 percent is quite high yeah I think the more people are going for weddings maybe the more realizing how long a couple can sometimes be taken away for photos and Mm. it does eat into cocktail hour which is I'd say probably one of the funnest times of the day you know you've just gotten married you're having drinks everyone's catching up and then all of a sudden you're going away for photos which is, of course, like, you know, that's what we do. But also it is nice for clients who, you know, if they've got friends or family coming from overseas, they've spent a lot of, you know, money and time and energy into a wedding that they want to actually enjoy with their friends and family. Mm-hmm. Having those photos done first is a really good opportunity to just give you more time. Yeah. Um but equally, I'm still here for tradition. I love a cry on the aisle. I'm, you know, I think it's nice to have that first look coming down the aisle. But, yeah, I'm definitely seeing a lot more people do that, which is quite cool. Yeah. And then in terms of visually, I feel like I think everything for me, like I've noticed like things are getting a little bit more not traditional again, but I've noticed – Every, like a few weddings here were like quite simple and minimal and now the dresses are coming bigger again I'm seeing a lot more lace which I love and just like I don't know becoming I don't know what the word is but I yeah. know exactly what you mean yeah because I becoming more of a big deal I feel like everyone trying to like refine it back yeah it back, become a really really chill bride and now I'm like everyone's like you know everyone's like fully you know, brightening yeah. out. I don't know the word. Yeah, no, I know exactly what you mean because I we actually had a stylist on a few episodes ago and she was sort mm-hmm. of saying, you know, like how tradition's out the window. But I would also mm-hmm. say, while tradition is out the window in the aspect of kind of the way that couples, yes, the couples are planning, yeah. tradition yeah. is coming back in in terms of like just doing Style. that yeah so yeah like it, like it does with fashion you know like it's totally. how everything kind of circles back around and I mean I don't know about you but even what I kind of 
I'm mood boarding and seeing in beautiful magazines and stuff that I used to love is just like those old images of, you know, like our parents getting married and like what, you know, those, the big tiered cakes and like all of that stuff is just like. big bales, like the Vivian Westwood like dresses. Exactly. So, but yeah, yeah, I just think even with those things being photographed, people are just going, Oh, that is just so gorgeous, and that's no, that is like, tradition so coming. To yeah. Photograph. yeah, 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 totally. yeah. No, I completely agree with you on that. That's super interesting that you said that because I was literally thinking that the other day. Like, I was like, I feel mm-hmm. like you know those elegant classic cuts, in, even in dresses, are sort of like they were so popular, and now they're kind yeah. of phasing out a bit, and all of those really like old school beautiful yeah you know lacy things are coming back in and mm. it's just like yeah I'm here for it I love that so in terms of parting advice for just before we mm-hmm. get into audience questions do you mm-hmm. have any advice for those in the midst of currently planning their weddings Ooh, I'm I would say if you can, if you don't already, having a wedding planner is definitely a great place to start. I have noticed like when I first started shooting weddings, I didn't really work with many wedding planners. And in the last year, I've seen quite a few and I've worked with quite a few and it really just takes such like so much pressure off on the day. And I think, I don't know about you, but I think as a photographer sometimes, if there isn't a wedding planner, we do end up kind of mm. making sure everything is running to time, yeah. which yeah. is totally fine. But I think having a wedding planner really, really helps. Or even just, you know, even if they're not on site on the day, just having someone to help you through it. And I mean, I also think just, you know, just do the do it the way you want to do it. Mm. I don't know. It's all about the fun. It's about friends. It's about family and yeah, I think through COVID as well, it really showed what you can do on a smaller budget or on like on your own property or a smaller guest list and how like at the essence of it all, it's about the couple, it's about the relationship, celebrating that, having some drinks, having fun and, you know, that it's still a wedding day mm. um, and it, and sometimes that makes it more beautiful, you know, like just focusing on the things that really, really matter and not, you know, stressing too much about what other people are doing or other things, unless it's like obviously inspiration. But yeah, yeah, I think that would be it. Here, here. That's great. Yeah. Yeah, Really, really good. And yeah, I just think we can't call home enough about just sort of sticking to your own lane and your own gut and what you guys want to create. Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, as I we was saying before, that rule book has kind of been tossed out the window. So, yeah, can and be. Try not to compare, compare your wedding yeah. to someone else's as well. Like mm. I think I have sometimes heard people, you know, talk about, what you know, wanting it to look like this or like that. I'm like, it's great to draw inspiration, but I think you've got to remember it's about your you know, your story, your wedding day, and that's what it will look and feel like at the end of the day. Love that. So we have a couple of questions from mm-hmm. our listeners. And if you don't know the answer or you feel like you feel like you can't. Oh, just pass. Just pass. pass. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> pass. I'm kidding. But they're pretty basic and they're pretty much cool. tied in around 
uh, yeah, photographer's stuff. So cool. first one is, and I feel like we could probably go one, two, three and answer this together, but a golden uh-huh. hour slash sunset photo is a must. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Definitely. Yes, Sometimes please. I'm just like, it's that 10 minute window of this light and your skin's glowing yes. and you're relaxed. And I'm like, that's the money shot right there. There you go. Short Definitely. and sweet, guys. That is, that's Definitely. all that needs to be said. And look, I think you said what you said was great before about the first look. I think couples are gravitating to trying to find a solution to actually be at their wedding day a bit more and not have to be taken away for photos for ages. And I just want to preface that not every photographer needs ages, you know, so there's like you – I think that's another big thing when looking for your photographer. It's being really clear on – we don't want to be taken away for longer than Mm -hmm. X amount of time. We really want to be at our – canapé hour and Mm -hmm. I think that whole solution with the first look uh, if you are thinking about doing a first look talk to your photographer about potentially doing your portraits or the crux of your bridal party stuff at that time prior to the actual ceremony because it is a great time to get that done if you're able Mm -hmm. to just be aware though I will say is that and most photographers will say is that the light's not going to be as good when you do it then. Yes. And it's going to be a bit trickier to navigate, but you always have that sunset window, right? Mm -hmm. So it's Mm -hmm. like, and as you said, just then money shot, that is the money shot. Totally, (laughs) totally. It's worth it. Yes. It's absolutely worth it. And should the client have a shot list or leave it in your hands? Ooh, mm. I, I mean, definitely, I think family, definitely family shot list so that I know, you know, we're meeting a lot of the family for the first time on the day. And I think having a shot list with everyone, you know, you really want to get a photo with that's important to you. Definitely. If there are shots that you really, really want to capture or you have an idea, I think it's good to discuss. But also, again, it comes back to like trusting your photographer and knowing that, you know, I think also sharing, like, if you're interested in knowing what your photographer covers during the day asking them to see a full gallery so that you know and then if there's anything missing in there that you think you want but yeah I think just trusting your photographer and letting them kind of shoot everything they see as it happens I guess yeah it's a really good idea though with the full gallery I think that's a great idea and lastly interesting question is it offensive mm-hmm. for couples to send through examples of photos that they like if they aren't the photographers you've chosen photos? I don't think so. And I've had conversations with clients before and I think they kind of do, they don't get weird, but they definitely, you know, will feel a little bit more awkward showing me work. But I think as long as it aligns with your style, I think yes. it's different. Like I said earlier, if someone's showing me a photo of another photographer that doesn't look anything like my work, it's you know, that's a little bit trickier, but, you know, if it aligns with my style, I mean, there's so many amazing mini photographers out there. I definitely would, you know, I don't think you'd get offended. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think, yeah, there's definitely a place for mood boards. Absolutely. Yes. But it's a different story if you're sending 90% of someone else's photos. Yes, and it's completely thing. different. I'm kind of like, <laughs> why did you book, book me? Then? <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. 
Oh, well, yeah. thank you so much, Ash. That was full of such juicy, juicy goodness. And I think everyone will really appreciate hearing from a photographer as well and a beautiful one, might I add. There you have it, guys. I hope you enjoyed that conversation with the beautiful Ash of Sapphire Studios. You can find her on Instagram under Sapphire Studios, underscore, 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 I think it is. But yeah, definitely check out her work. It is amazing. And as you heard, then she is wonderful as well. So I would highly recommend reaching out to Ash. I know that she does offer her services worldwide. So definitely add her onto your list if you gravitate towards her beautiful work. We will see you guys or chat to you guys next week. Please, if you have any recommendations about conversations you would like us to have, people you would like us to have on, topics you would like discussed, please don't hesitate to reach out to us through either our Instagram DMs or you can reach us via email at unveiled at lucystudio.com.au. Love to hear from you. And if you have five minutes, feel free to leave us a review because the reviews are what keep us going so please we would love that also if you have five minutes have a lovely week and we will see you chat to you next week thanks guys